This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good afternoon, man. Good afternoon to you, too, sir. How are you doing today? Well, I don't. I, I, I'm not sick. <laughs> no, no, you're not. That's, yeah, that's a that's a win, man. That is a win. Uh, yeah, man. We find ourselves in uh, in really interesting times now, don't we? Here it, it is. It does. Um, it does feel like we're living in like a sci-fi movie or something like that, right? It kind of does. You know, March seventeenth, uh, twenty twenty, the year of our Lord, and um, yeah, man, uh, the coronavirus is is here, and, and even if it's not, it's uh, it's affecting everything that we do as uh, in modern civilization. So. <laughs> Um, there is almost kind of a, a a medieval aspect to this, isn't it? Like you think of, uh, you know, uh, you know, ring around the rosy, pockets full of posy. <laughs> I don't know, right. man. This is yeah. this is kind of crazy. So uh, even as pipe smokers, it's affecting man so much of what we're doing um, and uh, and in our community. But man, you know, things are okay. It's funny. It doesn't seem to be affecting uh, people uh, frequenting our um, our little pipe shop, and we're we're thankful for that. A lot of online orders, which is good. I don't know if that's people elsewhere in the country that are now stuck at home and they're excited to maybe well if i'm gonna sit at home i might as well smoke something that i want (laughs) to take a little pleasure in so they're uh you know getting some care packages uh sent to them from us which is uh we're, we're grateful for obviously but uh yeah, man, interesting times. Interesting times. What's uh, what's it like in Houston, man? I, I know uh, it, things are. You, you live in a big city now, and uh, man, you, it's probably more of an epicenter of this kind of stuff than than our little hamlet here in Jackson. It is interesting. It is interesting. Of course, you know, my wife uh, being in the healthcare world is. Uh, we're we're in kind of this this unique. Uh, unique. We're we're very blessed uh, in terms of yeah. you know obviously her. Uh, her her industry is the one industry that is guaranteed to not shut down, or rather, if if it does shut down, then the entire world does. So we were, it's, it's kind of one of those things. Uh, but on the other hand, she's you know obviously uh, in the in the group of folks that are more likely to uh, get exposed to it for that same reason. But of course, you know we're 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 young, we're healthy. Even if we do catch it, we're fine. The big trick is really just you know keeping uh, keeping folks sixty and above uh, away from. Uh, catching it and, and as much as possible. But yeah, no, it is it is absolutely yeah. crazy. In an effort to do so, of course, they did shut down schools. Um, we were just finishing up spring break last week. And so uh, they have announced uh, yesterday, or I guess it was two days ago, that they were shutting down schools for additional week. And then we got the word that they're going to uh, bump that to about a month and they are sending out oh. curriculum. And so John David, as of today, I have been teaching homeschool. I have been a homeschool teacher uh, yeah. something that, that I never wanted to be. <laughs> you you uh, thought you were going to escape that, didn't you? <laughs> you know, I mean, like, you know, we, we've, we've talked off mic on this and, you know, I'm not, I won't go into it because suffice to say, everybody has opinions on, uh, when it yeah. comes to schooling your kids. And I think that yeah, they're, uh, like, every, they're like those body parts that everybody has. Yeah, exactly. And valid, you know, regardless of, of you know, that, everybody's opinion, your, your body valid. parts and your opinions are all valid, right? There you go. And, and so, and so, you know, but one way or the other to, to put, to put it like, I, I'm just not been a, in I'm not personally an advocate for our children to be in homeschool. That's not something that yeah. We were wanting, but you know, that's what we're, sure. where we are right now. And I got to tell you, man, uh, my kid's first day at the Skywalker school for gifted muggles has gone quite well. Uh, they, <laughs> they are getting the, the added benefit that I'm sure they've never gotten on a first day of school, which is during their lunch break, which is right now they're getting to watch frozen too, uh, because I, daddy man. needs to record a podcast. So it's just, uh, you know, it's, that's it's so awesome. Can you, I mean, it, it, imagine a school where on the first day you get to pick your wand on the second day, you learn how to light your pipe. <laughs> And on the third day, you, uh, you know, understand the uh, internal schematics of a uh, TIE fighter. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what we do. That's what we do. Right. This. No, that's great. They'll be well prepared for the future. <laughs> I think so. No, brave, man, but it is. Brave it new is, world, man. It really is. But you know what? The great thing is, and, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, uh, that, you know, in, in the midst of crises, I think that a lot of folks right now, they're going to their podcast, they're going to the media, whatever it is, for that, that bit of distraction and that bit of comfort, because there is something in the regularity of, you know, hearing the yeah. voices that you know that, that are going to be there, that really does kind of provide a little bit of comfort. So if you're kicking back right now, if you're enjoying your pipe, if you're uh, at home trying to stay low or, or lay low, rather, 
Um, you know, we hope that uh, this episode brings you a little bit of comfort and uh, that we get to hang out with you here for a bit. Over the next couple yeah. of weeks, because of the crazy scheduling, not sure exactly what the, the schedule is going to be like. We know that there will be content. Uh, the show might feel a little bit differently from time to time, but one way or the other, uh, you can look for Country Squared Radio without fail coming at That's you on right. a weekly. Um, right. Also, I, I do have yeah. to I do have to mention quickly on my end, like, you know, Bo, uh, just, uh, you know, y- you've got stuff going on with your kids and having a plan around that. Uh, I, also, on our end with our, you know, new daughter, um, we, we've got stuff on our end uh, regarding that, too. So our scheduling is going to be a little wonky. Yeah. Um, you know, the content is, is going to be there. You can count on us uh, through thick and thin. But, um, you know, we're, we're just uh, we're scrambling like everybody else. But we are so uh, thankful to, to be a part of this community and um, and are, are just tickled to be able to, um, you know, try to hold it together with you guys, uh, you know, in the midst of all the craziness. So here we are. Yeah. And actually, that's a good point, John Dave. If Give us a little bit of grace. If you hear some, uh, you know, I'm a little echoey this episode. Uh, <laughs> there, you, you might hear a baby screaming in the background from you time might. to time. You might. Uh, it's, it's just, you know what? We're, we're you know, we're, we're here. And uh, part of yeah, being man. here is just doing what you can with what you got. That's right. But, but man, one thing that we can't do, unfortunately, is um, is we can't guarantee the lunt to remember. In fact, uh, man, if I'm not mistaken, this went out a few days ago by the time people are listening to this. But uh, unfortunately, uh, the lunt to remember uh, has unfortunately been canceled. That's right. That's right. Uh, the, you know, and, and we are using the language now postponed. Uh, you okay. Know, oh, good. That makes me feel better. <laughs> we are. Yeah, we're, we're committed down the road to doing this event. We um, there's just so much excitement around it. And, you know, and after conferencing with um, Scott Beidler, who um, just man, great, great guy. I really hope at some point uh, Lunters out there, you know, uh, get to interact with Scott. Just a just a really, really awesome guy. And um, it, we're, you know. It, we're committed along with Scott to making this event happen down the road, but it just um, it, it timing got us, and uh, with this thing, uh, we felt like the responsible thing to do for not just our the people coming, but also for the vendors that were participating and everything was to uh, was to postpone. It sucks. A lot of folks have um, it, most folks have been able to get out of plane tickets and hotel rooms and all that kind of stuff. We have had a few folks that have gotten caught. Uh, in that, and um, and we we grieve that because um, you know it's just um, it, it's something we can't control, and it's it's painful. But uh, we we did you know have a few folks that were backing out, and we got uh, the sense that we were going to get more of that. And uh, you know when you've got vendors coming from all over the country, and uh, you've told you know food trucks and people doing craft beer and all this kind of stuff at this event uh, that they were going to be able to expect a certain amount of folks. Um, to you know, to to not be really uh, firm on a good you know a number of people that were coming to the event uh, just wasn't uh, just wasn't an option, and so we had to we had to pull the plug for for the time being. Yeah. So um, and we do want everyone to be safe. We want folks to um, you know make a, make wise decisions, and um, and you know this is with all the insanity going on, it's probably just a good time to stay uh, to stay home. So um, yeah. anyway, we we grieve it because uh, man, it was. Uh, it is going to be a fun event at some point. Got some, um, you know, some great folks participating, and all our vendors and uh, musicians, and you know, uh, all that kind of stuff. They they are, they are all committed to, uh, you know, to doing it when we do finally uh, do this event down the road. But uh, but anyway, a lunt to remember March twenty eighth. We have postponed that event. It will not take place that day. Um, the Country Squire remains open for normal business hours for the foreseeable future. But you know, we we will not be doing any big events uh, for the next. Uh, or, you know, for the, for the time being. Yeah. That's right. And still shipping, right? Yeah. Still shipping. That's right. And, uh, all our folks are, um, you know, clean and clear and we're washing our hands regularly. Everything in our shop is, uh, as sanitary as a, uh, you know, smoke shop can be. (laughs) See, that makes me feel good, man. Finally, y'all, y'all started washing your hands. I was wondering when, when, right? what was going to be the thing. It it took an international crisis, a a (laughs) pandemic for us to, uh, you know, to get the memo on that. But, um, but yeah, we we finally got there. So you're welcome. (laughs) All right. So, uh, like I said, everything is going to be, uh, you know, that things might be here, there, and everywhere over the next couple of weeks, but uh, but we look forward to bringing you some good content on on the podcast. You know, we have mentioned last week that we've got an episode coming up uh, doing a pipe culture places where we want to do kind of an exploration of the smoking chair. Uh, what is the I'm ideal smoking chair? This, yeah. Oh, big time, man. It is going to be a blast. I cannot yeah. wait to hear what uh, what people send in. So if you've got thoughts on the smoking chair, then uh, yeah, send them in. If you've got memories of one or if you have an idealized one in your head or if you have an actual one or uh, <laughs> if you think that this, honestly, if you think this topic is crazy, you can also write in and, and tell us that as well. We 
uh, we, we love to uh, share out your thoughts through, as part of the pipe culture uh, episode series and uh, this will definitely be no exception. So this will be a lot of fun. Uh, be well, sure in those- over the next couple of weeks, you might get really familiar with your smoking chair. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> if, you're tele- if you're telecommuting uh, to the office from home, um, you know, or, or, you know, doing daddy daycare, um, that smoking chair might, uh, you might get real familiar with it. So give yeah. us your thoughts. Yeah, that's that's great. Absolutely, man. This is a, this is a, a prime time to get very familiar with the smoking chair. Uh, you know, and uh, we want to also you know thank our patrons. We've got some new patrons in. We'll we'll be uh, shouting out here over the over the next couple of weeks. But uh, those that are supporting this podcast, y'all are the reason. Y'all are the reason why you've got guaranteed content every single week, even in the midst of a global crisis. So head over to patreon.com slash country squire radio uh, and uh, help us join the uh, the pipe club today and uh, help support the show. All right. So here's here's kind of something fun that we're doing this week. And uh, you know what? I say this week. I th- honestly, man, I think we're looking at a two two episode here. I think this is a, a pseudo two parter, if you will, uh, of Country Squire Radio, because, you know, in the past we have done a series that has been very popular uh, called Pipe Shop Fails. <laughs> has it been popular it's been it, popular it's been popular i mean not, not ewoks popular but it has been very popular man. It, is, uh, it is it is by by far one of the most popular series we do and when we do this this series it it, it was i remember going back to the first time we did this i think you just had like some stuff on your chest you needed to get off like you just yeah. you needed to you know uh, uh air the grievances as it were <laughs> yeah th- th- no get get it out you know you're like man this is um I- i've got pinup rage and i need to play to share it and who, who uh, are safer than our uh, you know faithful country squire listeners to uh to, to let it out yeah and <laughs> in an effort not to just be punching down the goal was we kind of took that and we kind of you know added some different aspects of it right so it's not just how customers can <laughs> fail in the pipe shop but how some pipe shops have failed the customers and and it's a become a good place for grievances of pipe shop owners out there or people who used to manage pipe shops or used to own pipe shops will write in and then folks uh, who have had just the most bizarre experiences uh, will write in and, and share their their yeah. fa- their fails that they've witnessed <laughs> observed or perhaps even participated let me tell in. you where this pipe shop failed blah, 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 right blah, blah, exactly and that, and that and that is the forum for that we were so thankful for that yes (laughs) yes but i remember with that first one man it was it was a little nervous because it was you know we we are a very positive upbeat you know we try to be uh try to be yeah yeah put a little little good little happy content out there from time to time but i did i have often felt as though we need to offset that (laughs) series in some form or fashion is it time to repent is it time to atone (laughs) well it's definitely time to 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 you know get balance the scales as it were and so we're going to be doing kind of a a two-parter here of pipe shop wins if you will. That's probably not what the actual name of the episode is going to be, but that's the working title that I've got at the moment. <laughs> and and rather, you know, at least for right now, now in the future, we may change this for you to kind of talk about, you know, how your local pipe shop is winning. And I think that would be a really uh, cool thing to do as well. Uh, we're, we're actually going to take a, an opportunity to kind of give three best practices for how pipe shops uh, can really uh, add, you know, what, what are some best practices for pipe shops today, retail pipe shops today? Uh, and, and how to make sure that they, they are winning, as it were, out there. Now, this episode, we're going to be doing it from the consumer standpoint. And then the next one, we'll be doing it from a pipe shop owner standpoint. So I'm really excited yep. about this, John David. I think this is good. Yeah, no, this is great. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of you know, uh, positive things to share. Testimonies and, uh, you know, folks that are, um, you know, even looking to, you know, maybe do their own pipe shop experience someday and that be a part of their uh, career and future. And so, um, man, let's talk about what what folks are doing that's uh that's good absolutely all right i'm so excited now before we, we 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 go into this so obviously with this one being more the customer facing one uh i have been tasked to come up with kind of the the three pointers for this one and i want to i want to kind of give a little bit of credit on me right because a lot of people they tune in they listen and they uh you know hear me as the guy that asks the dumb questions so that they don't have to <laughs> right like i'm I'm the uh, I'm the consumer that is kind of coming to the wealth of knowledge that is John David. Uh, however, aside from the fact that and you I'm know, just a I, redneck with a microphone, but anyway, uh, whatever, dude. No, that is not that is not accurate. You were the uh, you were the, the mastermind behind several of the the pipe tobacco <laughs> blends that uh, are, are are household names even of this day. Uh, but no, we. Uh, but for me, man, not only you know I'm kind of known as the podcast guy, but before I got into podcasting, my entire background was in retail. Uh, both from a you know from a you know entry level sales all the way to kind of corporate overview oh, of experience that. yeah yeah 
And so I, I've, you know, I've, I've, I've got a little chops here and I'm a huge, huge fan of retail as, as a career. In fact, even as we're uh, talking about, you know, talking about kind of what's been going on in society right now, one of the things I constantly th- feel like always gets forgotten as people talk about how they're, they're staying at home and everything else is like, there are a lot of service and retail people who do not have that option and who are not given that option. And so you might be listening to this after you're off work when nobody else has to be at work, but you're at work. I hear you brother or sister. Like I I hear you. (laughs) I have been there before and I know exactly what that, that uh, that's like. So I do want to kind of validate the, uh, the folks that are out there working retail even right now, but I love retail, man. And for my first tip, for pipe shop wins. I think this is universal in retail, but especially in something as boutique as pipe. Yeah. And that is that experience is everything. Hmm. It is everything. Hmm. Now, I, I've said this before whenever I've talked about, you know, kind of podcasting in general and that sort of thing. And this is true there as well. But uh, people don't shop for products. Like nobody's going to your pipe shop to buy a pipe because they want a pipe pipe. Nobody's going to your shop to buy pipe tobacco. The reality is they could do all of that online, right? If they're going to your shop, they're going there for the experience of buying a pipe. They are going Mm. for the experience of selecting a tobacco. They are going for the experience of the community that exists within your shop or what they hope exists within your shop. And if so, if somebody walks into your shop and they don't, they don't get that experience. If, if they're not pleasantly surprised, delighted, or met wherever they're at, uh, then, then that's going to be a fail right out the gate. But if yeah. you can actually give them that, that something special to hold on to, something that really kind of, uh, you know, will, will kind of give them a piece of the shop, not just the product that they walked away with, but the experience, that's what's going to keep them coming back over and over and over again. And that's what's going to have them going off and telling their friends and family. Yeah, what what do you think it is about that that um, you know kind of tugs on people? I mean, we we're all searching for some type of experience, right? And of course, pipe smokers are notorious. The uh, we've talked about before these romantic types that you know are a sucker for the story and the tradition mm-hmm. and the uh, you know timelessness of of our hobby. Um, it, it, there is something to that. I think you're I think you're onto that. Why do you think um, Why do you think that's the case? What What is it about the experience that uh, draws people in? Yeah, man. I mean, I think that we live in such a digitized world uh, where almost every, you know, most of the experiences that we have from that standpoint are crafted, but they're digital and they're not real. Uh, And that is why, you know, when when you think about, um, you know, how we spend our money, you know, a lot of folks will like, you know, spend 50, 50 bucks on like a costume or an avatar for their, you know, Fortnite character or whatever, right? Like this is, <laughs> this is the world that we live in. And so, yeah. and you know, it's, it's ones and zeros. And so as our world has become more digitized, that which is tangible, real, uh, that you can actually feel that exists in the real world kind of gets raised up to a premium. And mm-hmm. over time, I think has been something that has been a longing to get back to. We've talked about this actually, when we did the, um, I think the millennial episode a couple of years ago yeah. in terms of like why millennials are, are uh, hipsters rather. That's what I was trying to think of why hipsters in particular are kind of synonymous or are very kind of in uh, certainly a, a section of the, of the pipe community. And I think what drives that, that mindset of like, you know, getting to something tangible, getting to something real, getting connected with something that has history. That's not uh, either just, you know, uh, you, you, you experience it very quickly and it just, you know, it, it goes away or, or anything of that nature. I think that really speaks to folks and hmm. the knowledge that a boutique shop can bring and yeah. the sense of place that it can also offer, I think really, really kind of uh, resonates with folks that are looking for something real. Yeah, it's good. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that, you know, as a, as a retailer, someone on, on my side of the counter, of course, you know, in a, the future episode, we'll talk about, uh, you know, kind of pipe shop wins from my, from my experience, but it's so easy to lose sight of this, right? Mm-hmm. Because we get focused on the minutia of, um, you know, running a business really. It's like, well, okay, do we have enough widgets in our, in our inventory? And, uh, you know, the floor is getting swept and the, uh, is the cash register balancing and, you know, who's ordering the pipe tobacco and, you know, all this kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, um, you know, folks are, you know, what's paying the bills is folks are coming in because they're having a good experience and they're, um, you know, they're excited about it. Even this morning, it's funny, as we were uh, preparing, I knew this topic was, um, you know, coming today, uh, you know, for our podcast. And, um, and and so this morning, I'm up at the shop quietly working and a guy comes in uh, and asked me to teach him how to light a pipe. And, you know, this is something that happens multiple times a week, but a lot of times, it, you know, the 
the uh, the little script in, that I've got, you know, kind of pre-scripted on autopilot just kind of comes out, and it's like, okay, well, let me show you how to do it, this, 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 and this, and I go through <laughs> right. all the steps. But but this morning, for some reason, because this topic was on uh, my heart, I you know, it... I, I recognized how special this this was for this guy, you know, and that he trusted me to kind of be the gatekeeper of his, uh, you know, his experience there. And what was so funny, the guy that was with him, so the, so the guy came in to learn how to smoke a pipe, but then the, the guy that was with him uh, was not interested in pipe smoking at all, but he was the guy that sat there and watched the most intently. Yep, and, yep. The, and the guy, and he said, man, this is really special. <laughs> and, and, and when he said that, th- that word special, he said, yeah. this is really special. Um, you know, I was I was telling him how to uh, load it, uh, you know, with a three point uh, three part uh, pack, you know, and uh, uh, talking about a false light tamping and uh, cleaning the pipe and just the ritual of it. And, um, y- you know, it was quiet in the shop and they could kind of hear the uh, tobacco sizzle a little bit as it was, uh, you know, smoldering. And, uh, you know, it was just very sen- sensory. And, and I think it, um, it it was special for these guys. And so um, that's it, man. That's it. We want um, we want the experience to be good. So that's great. That's good, man. You know, and the, the other thing, too, I want to kind of make mention of that before moving to the next one is that, you know, I, th- I want to make sure that I'm clear when I'm saying like, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not saying to create this one experience that that is kind of like this singular experience that is true for all pipe shops or all pipe communities or anything of that nature. That's not it at all. There's a, um, you know, knowing who your community is is kind of like a, a tangential additional kind of point to this because you want to build and craft an experience that's true to you, but also true to your community that you're going to have coming into your shop. There is a shop in Jackson. I don't actually, I don't know if it's still active. So I, I, I <laughs> cause I haven't been back since the first time I visited <laughs> and, uh, and you go in and everything about this place screamed premium cigar. And I mean, like, like, like high lifestyle, um, you know, come in with, with, a you know, your, your, your suit on and everything, get, get the cigar yeah. kickback, you know, there's some neon lights in there. Like, and I, as I was kind of walking through it became very clear to me. I was like, man, this, this really, this is for somebody. This ain't for me, but this is for somebody. Right. (laughs) And, uh, but, and, and so, you know, and that's great. Like if they, if they've got a uh, community that kind of, you know, if that's, if that's who your target market is and that speaks to the experience that you're trying to create and craft for that audience, that's great. Mm. Uh, especially if it works, uh, you know, but the country squire, what really kind of, you know, feels right to me, there's, there's part of that, that dustiness, if you will, uh, not, not that it's dirty. It's definitely not, but I just mean in terms of like, you look around, <laughs> you got an old model ship on the wall. You've got, you know, kind of these, these, uh, you know, sketches that, that folks have put on the wall before, uh, or that you've hung up on the wall. You know, there's a, there's a history to the place. And I think at least for me, um, going to a pipe shop that, that you can kind of feel that history, but also look around and see people that are welcoming. That's critical as well, because yeah, that's my a second tip is uh, the second tip that I've got is that you need to establish trust early. Hmm. Establish trust early. Now, this goes into the the experience aspect of it as well. But I'll never forget, and I've talked about it on the show before, but the first time that I went into a pipe shop, I felt so out of place, it was crazy. Like... <laughs> I walked trust in. Trust was not established. <laughs> there was no trust established. And so I walk in and there's, there's a group of guys, like all older, like, like much older than I am. And they're all kind of hunkered down, like they were meeting or something like that. And I walk in the door and they look up like hedgehogs stick glaring at me. So I feel out of place immediately because I'm already <laughs> questionable. Like I know, I know I want to, I know I kind of want to learn more about pipes, but I, I don't, you know, I, I don't know anything. And I'm, I'm a little nervous to even, you know, come in and, and be that new guy and ask those questions. So I immediately feel out of place. One of the guys begrudgingly gets himself up out of the group of the guys to come over to, to you know, welcome me to the shop, as it were. Felt super welcomed, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, well, you know, what do you want? I was like, oh, uh, well, I, I want a pipe. I've, I've never really, you know, uh, smoked a pipe before. I, I just kind of, you know, I, I want to learn. You know, and it's funny because I really did. What you just described, John David, that's what I was looking for. I wanted yeah. somebody to kind of take yeah. me under their wing and educate me here. This guy immediately just starts pulling product and he immediately just starts kind of quoting prices and immediately just starts like piling on all the accessories. Yeah. And I, yeah. you know, just like you need this, you need this, you know, and I'm like, man, what is this? These pipes yeah. are way more expensive than <laughs> I came in here thinking they would be, you know, like I am completely new to this. And all I feel from this guy is that, you know, a, he probably wants me out of here as soon as possible. But on top of that, like he's just pushing I don't know if what he's given me is actually good advice 
given the the price point on these pipes. I don't know if he sees me as like a mark, right? Yeah. Like he's going to come in here and I'm going to get him to buy the most expensive stuff. He's just going to be a one and done customer anyway. And I'm going to send him out, out the door. Yeah. So, so that, that, that concept of establishing trust, by, by the way, I, I'm still, I, I'm, I, I'm going to try to find out how a hedgehog glares. That's very important. Well, you me. know what I'm talking about, so right? I'm, I'm, I'm going to work on that today. <laughs> it's <laughs> like a hedgehog is my, the right, right thing, right? Like that is yeah, the I, animal. <laughs> <laughs> I, it it is it is now that I I'm yeah I'm I'm really thrilled about the the hedgehog glare uh, but yeah you know I I think you're onto something there you know establishing trust with um you know um the person on both sides of the counter just um, understanding like um. You know what are what are you there for? What's your knowledge base? Um, you know, uh, meeting folks where they're at. You know, um, it's like okay, well, you know, in, instead of coming in and saying, uh, well, this is what you need, blah blah blah. You, you kind of have to set expectations first. You know, you kind of have to let folks know, um, okay, well, this is what pipe smoking is like, and you're going to need these things typically and you know and and these things cost this amount and uh you know that there's a variety here and this is why maybe they cost this and this and that way you don't get so um you know so overwhelmed uh, up front but yeah that that you know knowing that uh the person there uh, really is looking for um you know your best interest at heart that they want you to not just purchase something but um but really enjoy it and commit to it and uh, know that you're going to have a good experience so that you'll come back and uh and really support the hobby in the future yeah, and you know, like you say, it, it, it really, going into, I think, into the practice more so than the price, or the practice more so in the, yeah. in, than even the products, yeah. and then kind of yeah. going from there into, okay, this is, this is what this is. This is an education on how to smoke a pipe. This is an education yeah. on, you know, whatever it may be. And then we take a step back, and now it's like, you know, you know, make sure they're on board and then kind of go into, all right, well, let's talk about, you know, these are your options. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of pipe you're looking for. I like that. Yeah. I'll have to remember that. I think that's, I think that's wise. I think it's huge, man. Trust. I mean, this, again, these are principles that I feel are kind of universal when it comes to retail, but I really, Mm -hmm. especially in, in, if you've got a boutique shop, if you've got a pipe shop, um, you know, that experience is important, that trust is important. Uh, and then also, and I kind of alluded to this earlier, but community is important as well. And I think that, community events are something that really speak to uh, the pipe community as a whole. So much of smoking a pipe can be, you know, very personal. And, and, you know, as we're, we talked about at the beginning of the episode, a lot of folks might be, you know, chilling out at home, being able to kind of enjoy their pipe and a little bit of, you know, uh, cerebral, intimate, uh, mental, <laughs> what's, what's the word I'm looking for <laughs> when you just sit down and you don't talk to anybody? <laughs> yeah, solitude and, you know, just, uh, I don't know, personal connectedness and yeah. those type of things. Well, that's exactly right. And <laughs> that's good. Mind, mindfulness, yeah. <laughs> mindfulness, thank you very much. Yeah, so mindfulness is is certainly uh, 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 prevalent in the, in the pipe community. But in many cases, we, we're also looking for community. We're looking, you know, we don't necessarily have a bunch of uh, close friends, relatives, family that might also smoke a pipe. And so kind of looking for other folks that are interested in the hobby is is critical. Now, this is where a lot of times a local pipe uh, club comes into play. But even then, you know, the, those pipe clubs need spaces to uh, to be able to gather. Um, yeah, you know, sure. I, I, man, I don't know about you, but I've, I've heard stories from members of pipe clubs around the country that have been so frustrated because their local pipe shop will not host them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and it's sometimes it's because their local pipe shop is really a cigar shop that also sells pipes, <laughs> you know, and sometimes, right, yeah. you know, there's, there's other reasons as well. It could be, there's some bad beef between the, uh, the pipe club president and the pipe shop owner. Well, cook that beef and, uh, you know, or, or freeze it one way or the other. The point is <laughs> move <laughs> past it. <laughs> exactly. Because being that hub for your community, I think is so important and that may look different, right? So if you, if you yeah. know your community and, and you know that you need, you know, there's, there's the pipe club that wants to get it together and smoke the pipe. There might be a, a book club that needs a place to, to, to meet, smoke the pipe and uh, read the books. Honestly, you may have some gamers and you want to do some game nights at your club or at, at, uh, at your, not your club, your, not your pipe club, but uh, at your shop. So finding, finding kind of who your community is and yep. what are kind of those some connected tissues. I mean, again, think back to what we've done over the course of this series with, uh, or over the course of this uh, show with pipe culture. We tried to see where, where are the connection points? Where are things beyond just the pipe? 
uh, that there are some kind of, you know, tendrils out there that kind of connect with. And as you kind of dive into those, not only do you, you know, further that relationship with your customer, but you also open up the opportunity for them to bring in friends uh, as well and, and potentially uh, get some new customers as you kind of cultivate that community further. So yeah, cu- cultivating yeah. the community, I, I think that's that's important, right? I mean, so much of what we do in the in the pipe shop setting um, is is build community, and a lot of folks they they like they like smoking their pipe, but the reason they like smoking their pipe, uh, or, or at least a, a large percentage of it, is because it, it it's kind of that excuse to get to hang out with friends, right? Mm-hmm. It's that uh, it's that it, it's that thing that draws folks together. It's the uh, it's the reason that you know you're sitting next to someone that uh, looks different, sounds different, different age, different uh, socioeconomic background. Uh, it, it's it's the reason you're there, you know, and so you're this enthusiasm for this thing. We like the thing. Thing, we're excited about the thing, but we like even more the people that we're with. You know, that's right. that, that's that's a fun part, right? Um, and and that's what makes it so so interesting. And so um, that that connective tissue you talk about, building those relationships um, that are there, and finding the things that uh, you know your local pipe smokers are uh, are interested in, but also need education about. You know, need to uh, need to learn about and want to uh, be exposed to. Be you know, facilitate that. Be the uh, be the conduit. For for those things to happen, and uh, and and it really can be, um, it really can be a lot of fun. And what you'll notice is your community will get really strong, uh, but then also your pipe smokers will become more sophisticated, and they'll mm-hmm. be more uh, knowledgeable. And because of that, they'll be uh, incredibly loyal, and um, and you'll have a, just a really strong, fun pipe smoking community there at your shop. That's exactly right, man. And all these things really build out out on themselves, right? Like if you are cultivating that community, like you say, if you're if you're bringing up that community, if you're bringing up those pipe smokers, then you're establishing the group of folks that are going to be at the at the shop, uh, kind of displaying the trust they have for you, which is going to increase the trust for the the customer that's walking through the door and add to the overall experience. So, you know, just again, those are my three uh, three tips for uh, for how your pipe shop can be winning. Uh, And uh, from a customer standpoint, anyway, that's experience is everything. Establish that trust early and uh, and really kind of become a a cultivate the community, if you will. So uh, there you go. What do you think? I mean, I I, I feel like, you know, maybe maybe those were were too broad, but I I really uh, as I marinated on it a lot, I really felt like those were uh, those were some some pillars for me. I think it's good, and I think this also will give folks a real opportunity to go to their, um, you know, their local smoke shop if they're not particularly uh, pipe interested or pipe friendly, and maybe just kind of nudge the folks there in a in a direction that would be helpful for your local pipe smoking community. And um, you know, we do oddly enough, you're, you know, maybe not oddly enough, but but interestingly enough, we've got uh, listeners that in the past have been uh, interested in opening their own pipe shop. You know, and these are the kind of things you're going to want to listen to. Uh, that will make it uh, make it successful, make it a hub for people that really want to um, learn and to be a resource. And uh, of course, next week when we record, we'll talk about uh, you know kind of the ideas from the other side of the counter being a uh, uh, you know legitimate. Uh, place for people to come and gather and feel comfortable and be well equipped and uh, you know all, all those types of things. But um, yeah, I think it's I think it's good, Bo. You you bring some good things to the uh, table and um, you know it, it's what folks really crave. It's uh, it's the experience from that side of the counter that you're looking for, and it's why you want to feel good when you leave your pipe shop. Man, well you know something that always makes me feel good. I, I could take a guess. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'll just I'll just go ahead and say it. I'm talking, of course, about the the wonderful wealth of pipes that I have right now on my shelf to my right, uh, filled to the brim with pipes from Missouri Meerschaum. That is right, man. And of course, you know what's interesting, Bo. We have not talked about this yet today, uh, but today, March seventeenth, twenty twenty. Yes, we're all thinking about uh, you know insane uh, you know sicknesses going around and how our kids are out of school and we don't know what to do with uh, work and everything else. But today also is St. Patrick's Day. Oh, happy that's St. Patrick's Day, Bo. Yeah. Right, happy St. Patrick's Day. All right, Lost real quick. in the midst of all this is yeah. St. Patrick's Day, and that is today. That's crazy. All right, so earlier today, I I kind of forgot. We did a uh, we, me and my my cousins came over uh, here the, over the weekend, and we had a, what we called our St. Pastro's Day because we've been doing like uh, Houston, Texas uh, themed holidays whenever we all get together. And, uh, and so it was a lot of fun. But this morning when I woke up, I did put on my green shirt. So I am wearing green. Are you wearing green? Uh, uh, 
Fail. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> somebody pension. Uh, so yeah. So so. Uh, but I did as I was sitting back. I, I you know I think I mentioned this. I've been juicing a lot lately. So I filled up what ended up accidentally being a pint of Guinness with kale cucumber juice. Mm, <laughs> and I looked delicious. at it. I was like. Well, happy St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> but something tells me, man, there's some other thing I can enjoy today that would really kind of uh, maybe maybe have a little bit more of a positive feel to it. That is hilarious. No, man, we we uh, today, of course, uh, like to mention our friends at Missouri Mearsham at this part of the show. And to celebrate St. Patrick's Day 2020, they have a beautiful limited edition pipe, the St. Patrick's Day Pipe 2020. Mm. Uh, in honor of this special day filled with merriment and magical discoveries at the end of rain bows we have put together a luminous pipe the saint patrick's day pipe for 2020 is a tall cylindrical bowl with a hardwood plug and a green green and cream colored label on the bottom the acrylic stem is a golden amber with an antique brass band which caps a cob patterned shank uh, the combination on this missouri Mearsham corn cob pipe might just make you search for that next pot of gold uh, this is available for this lucky season uh, just as you never iron a four-leaf clover, so uh, as not to press your luck, uh, don't wait to place your order. <laughs> Man, and that's available at corncobpipe.com for, uh, you know, very inexpensive twenty four ninety nine for this particular uh, quality of pipe. And, uh, man, this is a hand-finished pipe, uh, just a really nice size, got that Fifth Avenue size bowl, generous pipe, uh, beautiful golden-colored stem, and, and that bat, the brass band really sets off the, the end of the shank. So, um, man, check it out. You can get it from the source, and, uh, you know, regardless of what uh, Missouri Mearsham pipe you're smoking, please take a picture of it. Tweet it to us. We like to tweet those back out to let the folks at Missouri Mearsham know we're thankful for them for sponsoring our show. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. question of the week. All right, man. Pipe question of the week this week coming in from David in Mississippi. It says, I hear you guys talking about premium pipes and I got a couple of basket pipes, but I want to take the next step up into the high quality game. What's the best bang for my buck and what pipe will give me the most noticeable quality smoke over what I've had before? And again, that is from David in Mississippi. 
David, yeah, man, thanks for thanks for hollering, man. This is a good question because a lot of folks do start out on, uh, you know, basket pipes, house pipes, and, uh, you know, want to take that next step into something that, uh, you know, maybe stick their toe in the water with something that might be a little more, uh, you know, premium, but not over the top. Um, you know, folks come in, they they might have a, a basket pipe, or in our shop, we, we kind of refer to those as wall pipes because they're always on the wall. Um, you know, but folks are looking to take take that um, that next step but are you know they don't want necessarily a, a Costello or a Seriacopo or a, a La Natra or something of that nature Dunhill they're looking for um, you know that next uh, next step to uh, you know you know make a difference you know something that where they're they'll recognize a quality difference uh, but not break the bank and so um, yeah I, I think it's a good question man um, uh, you know some some brands that come to mind uh, and you know maybe some lines within those brands uh, obviously we we talk a lot about Savinelli on the uh, on the show. And there's a reason for that. Savinelli, uh, you know, ages their briar at a minimum of two years before they carve a pipe. Uh, incredibly reputable, um, you know, pipe maker that stands behind their pipes, uh, you know, particularly if you buy them from an authorized dealer. And, um, you know, good, good brand. It's also a brand that on many of their pipes gives you the option of uh, smoking it with a filter, uh, which many premium pipes don't. And so, you know, with the Savinelli, you'll have the chance of, you know, smoking it with and without a filter. See, you know, which, which one is your preference, uh, you know, if you like that or not. But they have several lines there, um, you know, around that $100 price point that is really, um, you know, really good and, and frankly, just a really good bang for your buck. But the Trevi line is probably... Uh, the most popular for folks that want to get into a new pipe um, or, you know, a more premium pipe from their existing basket pipe or, uh, you know, drugstore pipe. And that, that Trevi is great. Uh, retails for anywhere from uh, $110 to $120 and uh, comes in a couple of finishes, really attractive, has a nice, uh, you know, kind of uh, silver colored metal band on there that's, uh, you know, just really, really simple and classic um, and a nice, nice uh, variety of shapes and, and that type of thing. So, uh, good option for you. The the Peterson Aaron is another good pipe. Um, uh, this pipe doesn't have a filter. Uh, the Aaron pipe just um, you know comes with the traditional tenon, but um, just very classic, very accessible for around a hundred dollars. Uh, you know the price point there. The Donegal Rocky uh, from Peterson also, if you want something that uh, has a little texture to it, there. Another pipe brand that we have been selling so many of recently just has really uh, come online for our shop in particular. They've been around forever, but we've done a lot of business with them recently, and that's Chacombe. Uh, Chacombe makes a great great pipe. Um, just one of the most storied uh, pipe factories out there, uh, you know, located in southern France, the home of the Briar Pipe. And they've got a really nice rustic line of pipes that, uh, you know, are going to be around that 100 to 110 range uh, for a pipe. Really generous pipe. You get a lot of Briar for your money there. Uh, significant bowl, um, you know, something that's, uh, you know, got, you know, really good uh, mechanics, the, um, you know, the quality of the drilling and all that's really good. Uh, but you're not paying out out of out of control prices for a really really uh, high quality pipe. So I'd check out uh, you know something from Chacombe, uh, Savinelli, Peterson. Those are uh, really hard to go wrong with. Yeah, man, that's great. That's good. You know, it's it's interesting too because I remember the um, I want to say the first high quality pipe that I well you know what I went backwards because I, I had a decent quality pipe because I was forced into one frankly that I never smoked <laughs> but then when I actually like gave it another go I would just went exclusive basket pipes I think the first uh really quality pipe I got I'm sure it was from your shop I just can't remember which one it was but um yeah great advice and uh David let us know how your pipe journey goes um I I'm really 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 hopeful that uh you you find your way to the country squire and and ask uh ask john david for uh for some guidance he might be yeah man be great love to meet you not just not just point you in the right direction on the show but actually in person for that great experience yep what (laughs) be glad to do it (laughs) be glad to do it all right man hey if you got a pipe question of the week be sure to send that in show at countrysquireradio.com quick fire with the squire Fire questions! Ow! All right, man. Quick fire questions. Juice bracket. That's right. We are carrying on our March <laughs> Madness. 
This is with so the bracket ridiculous. style. No, this, <laughs> <laughs> I was inspired by my oh, green man. juice that I drank earlier. And, uh, and so here we go. This is the juice bracket. <laughs> uh, just if you haven't been listening these last two weeks, the way that we're doing this is we are uh, doing, instead of the traditional either or type situation, we're doing this bracket style, trying to figure out who is going to come out on top. Uh, because it's March and you bracket as hard as you can in March. That is the rule. And we follow the rules here. All right. Orange versus apple. Orange juice. Orange juice. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. I feel like that's the healthier of the two. It seems like I think they add less sugar to orange juice. I don't yeah. really know how these things are made. I just consume them. But <laughs> like any good American. Well, but, uh, yeah, I like or- orange juice better. I'll go with that. Orange juice, I mean, it looks like the juice that comes from oranges. Apples, you know they did something there. I don't know. It just always, it always, you can tell. <laughs> anyway, yeah, orange. <laughs> All right, so that's round one. Next round, carrot versus tomato. Tomato, 10 times out of 10. Yeah. You hate carrot. I, 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 I it's not, I, I don't want carrot juice. And then also, uh, you can't really take carrot juice and add a bunch of vodka, throw some celery in there, and call it a morning, you know? <laughs> oh, well, you, you can, but I can't imagine it would be very good. That it would be very good, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah, if we're, talking, if we're talking to Bloody Mary, absolutely, tomato all the way. Although I have been drinking a lot of carrot juice, if I'm being totally honest. It's like carrot and orange and ginger and some spinach in there. Um, yeah, so uh, it's, it's, it tastes mm, like it sounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to go with tomato as well. All right. Okay. So that brings us to the championship round. Orange juice versus tomato juice, both equally vodka compatible, interestingly mm. enough. I, I didn't you think know, about that until just now. But that, Good that is point. Yeah, that's right. It's like, which, which morning drink would you rather have, a mimosa or a Bloody Mary? I think I'm going to go with tomato juice. And, and, and so that um, is going to leave me with the, with the Bloody Mary. I like wow, tomato okay. juice. Okay. I like the savory, you know, you add some pepper and uh, that's fine. I love how we, you know, kind of took this from a healthy juice standpoint <laughs> and kind of kind of wiggled it into like a Squire Select. Right, right. Yeah, that's good. That's I good. don't know how valid that was, but it just shows you where our minds are right now. So, uh, yeah, I'll go with uh, I'll go with tomato juice, man. <laughs> that sounds great. No, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with orange juice. I'm a, I'm a big guy. Uh, I try to drink at least a shot of orange juice every single day in the morning. Um, I'm a big fan of it. I like tomato juice. I like Bloody Marys, but I like a very specific kind of Bloody Mary. Like there's this carousel bar in New Orleans that makes a like dynamite Bloody Mary. I'm, I'm all for it. But I've found that there's a lot of places that don't know how to make it right. And honestly, I don't know how to make it right. I, I know you need, the one thing I do know is in order for it to be a quality Bloody Mary, it needs to have pickled uh, green beans. Uh, you, ever, you ever have with the pickled green beans? I if I have I can't remember to be honest that doesn't ring a bell but um, but it does do. sound delicious it's so good anyway so yeah so I'm gonna go orange <laughs> you're gonna go tomato we want to know who won your juice bracket let us know <laughs> for everybody these, playing at home <laughs> these poor folks wow <laughs> uh, but yeah so uh, so look for future March Madness brackets as well and don't <laughs> worry the traditional quick fire questions are coming so if you uh, <laughs> if you want to get back to the normal be sure to send us your quick fire questions show at country Square radio.com again that show at country square radio.com your thoughts your comments listener feedback listener feedback this week man we got some uh, great listener feedback this is coming in from john lewitsky i think john lewitsky yeah good yeah good friend from uh grand rapids area man part of the furniture city pipe society oh yeah uh, long time long time friend up there yeah um yeah you want me to take this one back yeah what does john have to say he says, I was just listening to the vitamin N episode. If you didn't catch that, we uh, talked about vitamin N as in nicotine. Uh, and we did an episode on that not too long ago. He goes on in the pipe question of the week. Donovan T. Embry uh, was asking about uh, Oriental Ford light Latakia blends. That's what I would call an Oriental Ford mild English. This and mild English blends are my favorites. For in-production Oriental Ford Mild English blends, uh, what immediately leaps to mind are Presbyterian Mixture, Red Rappery uh, from Rattrays, and 1820 from J.F. Germain. Uh, and he says, good luck finding it. Uh, to me, the king of this genre was LEO from Lane, which is out of production. Not Oriental Ford, but great mild Englishes that check the Latakia, uh, that keep the Latakia in check are MM965, uh, Three Noggins, uh, Cornell and Deal Good Morning, and Cornell and Deal Professor. 
Um, sorry to hear about those cold 40-degree temperatures that you're being forced to endure down in Jackson. <laughs> we call that shorts and flip-flop weather up here in Michigan during January. <laughs> and that's from our friend John. So, man, John, thanks for thanks for chiming in on that. Uh, good suggestions for those mild English Oriental Ford blends um, and some tasty uh, tasty selections there and um, you know ones that ones that folks ought to try all these blends that you mentioned uh, Presbyterian red wrappery uh, 1820 if you can get your hands on it um, and then also uh, the uh, uh, three noggins from Rattrays, the uh, Cornell and Deal Good Morning and Professor. Um, you know, these are blends that, you know, you ought to try at some point uh, as a pipe smoker, particularly if you're kind of surveying the, the Latakia world. Um, really tasty and well-nuanced blends. Absolutely. And hey, we always love getting the feedback in. Uh, be sure to send your feedback as well, as John did. Shout out to John. And not only shout out to John, but uh, like you said, man, the good folks at the Furniture City up in... Uh, Grand Rapids. I'm hoping to come back up there, guys. Like I, I really, I'm long overdue for a visit uh, with the move <laughs> and everything. My, my in-laws came here like all last year, so we haven't really been up there. But uh, the plan is to go up later this year, assuming the travel and society resumes. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll be seeing each other soon. <laughs> all right. If you've got some listener feedback, we love getting that in, especially some iTunes reviews. Head over to iTunes, write us a review. It's a great way to help out the show. Even if you don't have a couple of dimes to do it, you just want to do something that says, hey, I want to help out these guys and I don't have a couple of dimes. That's cool. Write us a review. If you do have a couple of dimes and you do want to help support the show, head over to patreon.com slash Radio, where you too can become a Country Squire Radio International Pipe Club member. More details at that on that at patreon.com slash Radio. You can also keep up with us throughout the week by following us <laughs> on the Twitters. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at at underscore Country Squire. And of course, the show's handle is at Squire Radio, but all that and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. All right, man. Well, well we uh, I had fun, man. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, talking about pipe shop wins. You know, there's a uh, there's there's a lot of a uh, lot of things we can do to make our pipe shop experience better, and um, and to avoid those nasty fail episodes. Well, and a lot of <laughs> things that I think a lot of pipe shops are already doing too. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. I, I really wanted to take uh, you know, being that I was kind of coming from the customer side of things, I really wanted to take it from the standpoint of not a critique of this is what you know is not being done therefore you should do it and more of like no this is what i've seen that works really well but there are also universal principles that i think can be applied uh, to pipe shops that may not be in that that same headspace yeah. so well uh but we'd, we'd love to hear i'm sure we'll get a lot of feedback uh, especially from uh, former and current pipe shop owners and managers uh, can't wait to hear hear that feedback and look forward to uh, the future episode too where uh, you get to share some uh, pipe shop tips and wins from the owner's side of the counter yeah man i'm excited <laughs> it's gonna be fun well hey man let's go have a day see you brother As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.